welcome back to Classroom Brew, guys. This is like the 179th episode. Um, my name is Ryan. If you have not watched or listened to the podcast before, I'm a high school teacher, coach, instructional coach, all that good stuff. And uh, we do a podcast where we basically sit down, sometimes solo, sometimes with a guest, uh, remote or in person, and we talk about education. So um, usually it gets a little off the rails and a little uh, entertaining, hopefully, but uh, every so often we'll do a little bit of a uh, something different. And so for this episode, I'm trying something new. I've got two different cameras that are working right now. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, it, it doesn't work out. But at least we're trying something different. Um, I think we've got a, a good show lined up for you guys. Uh, I do want to give a big shout out to our Patreon members. Uh, so that's James, Lish, Cindy, Melinda, Leo, and Sabrina. They were actually on the episode from last week. Uh, so if you're listening to this episode, uh, the previous one, if you go back in the logs on whatever app you're in, uh, you can check that out. We had all six of them on at the same time, and uh, I'm hoping we can get them all back on or on for the first time pretty soon. So that was that was pretty fun to to run that and you know get them all together at the same place. And uh, it, scheduling is always a really a really difficult uh, element for teachers. So I'm I'm glad we could make it happen. Uh, and big shout out to to those guys. Um. For our purposes, I do not want to focus on this because by the time this episode comes out, it'll be <laughs> kind of old news, I guess. Um, for this episode, I've got some Moscato because I got a, you know, I haven't gone to the store and I was out of everything else. So that's what we're drinking for this one. I've got it on my little classroom brew coaster, uh, which reminds me, the Patreon, if you are uh, looking to support the podcast, you can get access to bonus episodes, video episodes, podcast merch. Uh, behind the scenes content, uh, and of course, voting power. This shows a democracy. So, if you would like to, if you would like to have a say in what happens uh, with this show and what we do, go on over to Patreon.com/slash/ClassroomBrew uh, and become a patron. Support the show. There are different tiers with different types of benefits, and of course, uh, some are more cost-effective than others. Uh, but again, Patreon.com/slash/ClassroomBrew. Cheers. like juice. <clears throat> Whew. Yeah, my only thought. And um, <laughs> we've got a, a few different thoughts related to our uh, the whole siege of the Capitol, the attack on the Capitol. Some people would call it wrongfully or wrongly a protest. That was certainly not a protest. Uh, if you ask me, that was just straight up an attack. Um, but my question was, and since then, more and more people have been arrested for their actions. Um, for, from the, the siege of the Capitol, as we call it, as we called it in my class discussions. But uh, I thought it was interesting that, like, when the photographs were out there and these people were still, like, this was all circulating and people could see this. And I was like, well, that really came back to bite you, right? And Stephen Colbert mentioned that in his um, monologue. You could call it, like, oh, you're an anti-masker? Great. We can see your face. But it was a little frustrating at the time to be like, hey, we can see him. Get him. Like, the guy with the podium, or the, the lectern that he stole, and the guy with the feet up on uh, Pelosi's desk or whatever. I just didn't get it. And then the whole 6 o'clock curfew or whatever, and it was like 5.45, and we're like, hey, policeman, why aren't you stretching? You got 15 minutes till you got to go in there. And then, of course, it was like 6 o'clock, and it was the same thing as like a, a school district thing, being like, this is the deadline. Unless you miss it, then we'll extend the deadline just once, maybe twice, three, four times. 
that's what it felt like. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of leniency. Um, I do want to give a, another shout out to, <laughs> there's a couple different union things in Chicago right now. There's the union leader who was being a hypocrite and, uh, which sucks because it's just going to hurt the cause of teachers that don't feel safe going back to school. But she's a big proponent and leader in the Chicago Teachers Union, and she was caught vacationing uh, without a mask. And granted, I'm sure she took different precautions and things like that, but it's not a good look. It's going to undermine the whole, like, this. it's not safe. And then, of course, people in the comments, we'll get to that, but people in the comments had to chime in, of course, and um, I believe she has since stepped down uh, no, actually, she said she would step back, rather, whatever the hell that means. Uh, but in my mind, I was like, hey, you shouldn't be in this position anymore. Like, be part of the union, but you should step down. So I don't know if it was, I'll have to check for an update after this, but I don't know if it was just a, a, a semantics thing or if that's really what it was, uh, was just a, truly a step back to try to, you know, maintain a position while also holding some accountability. Most people will forget within a month or so, I'd imagine. But not a good look at all, especially because if she has students, I'm sure they could see that. So that's not going to be good, uh, whether it's at parent-teacher conferences or just day-to-day. Like, hey, Miss Jones or Smith or whatever her last name was. Like, was that you? And it was, you know, sipping something on a beach or at the pool when you said you didn't want to be in person to teach, which is a whole separate thing. Um, there was a semi-strike from Chicago teachers where they, when they were supposed to report to work, uh, they went to the building, but they stayed outside. <laughs> Which, shout out to them. It's winter in Chicago, and they were outside. I walked to and from places in like a matter of four or five minutes, or maybe to my car in like two minutes, and I'm like, hey, it's too cold. <laughs> I don't want to do this. So that the fact that they were out there teaching a full day uh, remote is... Uh, admirable i don't think i could have done that to be like i'd be out after an hour or so but uh yeah good for them with that one that's a pretty strong show of it like hey we'd rather be outside than in your shitty uh definition of clean schools <laughs> huh that's a baller move yeah i know some of our teachers were supposed to report back and uh by the time this episode rolls around it'll be their first week but there's like six kids in our school that are actually going to report or are actually going to show up for in-person. But all of their teachers either have a waiver or a medical condition or something where none of the teachers will actually be there. They'll still be learning online. They'll just be in the school. So that kind of backfired, I guess. Uh, it's a shame for those kids, of course, but it is what it is, you know. Um, <laughs> the photographs, too, from the, the district... If you saw it, it was like the CPS version of like ventilation, like proper ventilation. There was like this big classroom or whatever, and it was like super dirty, but like the ventilation was like one window that was cracked open a tiny bit, like one window in like a thousand square foot room. <laughs> They're like, this is good. This, this, this meets our standards. There's people that were like taking a, a wet cloth on the tables and it was like dark black dirt and smudge and disgustingness or classrooms where they just piled a bunch of shit in the corner or or not at all like they just like left things out but it was kind of spaced out because they're supposed to clear everything like uh, bookshelves and and any furniture that's non-essential like a desk or um i guess really just a, a desk right maybe one or two tables um outside of those desks but 
I don't know. I, I guess the, the definition from the district of clean is something along the lines of, along the lines of, had a stroke. Uh, like, well, we, we put new trash bags in every single day and we, we, did, we did the floor wax, the semi or the biannual floor waxing that we love to do. That's a shout out to a very old, uh, the, what is the obsession with the floor wax? I don't get it. Like, I know they're vinyl floors. You got to maintain them. Otherwise, you're going to, but like too many times. Can we clean a little more before we do the waxing, by the way? Like there's a bug that you waxed over. That's part of the floor now. I don't get it. Y'all get any more of them floor wax? It's wild. So um, what I want to do, and I, I thought about doing this at the beginning of quarantine where it was checking in with celebrities to see if they support, it was going to be like a, who do I think? Like would, would Kristen Bell support uh, or schools reopening and teachers going back or not? Or like Ellen DeGeneres. And like, you can obviously tell uh, the viewpoints of those two because they're pretty out there with their opinions. But uh, that's something that I'm going to do. I'm going to try doing some DMs with the podcast account, which is not verified. It doesn't even have like 2000 followers on it. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see if I reach out to a bunch of celebrities. What are What is the off chance? And we're talking... A, B, C, D, all the way down to like Z-list celebrities, like other small podcasters. We'll try reaching out and and we'll see what they say because I'd be curious. And then maybe we can have people on uh, as like a, a game show type of thing. So if you're listening, maybe maybe it could be you. Both cameras. We'll look at both cameras. Um, Yeah. So that brings me actually to, uh, this is a, a segment that, it started, but, you know, there weren't enough. It's kind of hard to, like, put someone on the spot for it or have them prepare for it ahead of time. Uh, a segment that we're going we're gonna to have coming back, which is the Oh Shit segment. Oh, shit. Here we go. A moment. This one was from uh, Adam, Science Adam and I. We both had this because there's one particular kid, and most of our kids, they don't use their webcams at all. And that's fine. We're not going to force it. I don't know what you got going on in the background. I'm not risking my job over it. Um, but there's one kid in particular who's, who's kind of inactive, you know. Um, sorry, I had to make the two-drink minimum happen. But this particular uh, kid who, he shows up every day. He just doesn't do anything when he does show up. And you know what? That's a whole separate topic that we've gone into a few times and we will continue to. But it was an assault rifle on his Google avatar. And so that's what everyone sees. And there was like multiple times when we had to like email this kid, do a GoGuardian message, a Gchat message in the Google Meet with the microphone and in the chat being like, hey, let's just pretend his name is Joe. Joe, I don't think schools, digital schools, I don't think it's appropriate for you to have an assault rifle as your picture. And I think it was a meme uh, of an assault rifle. I don't know what the hell the meme could possibly be. I'm sure it wasn't that funny. Uh, probably not my taste. But it just, I don't know. What's, what's the rule here on the avatars for distance learning? Uh, if it has some sort of a weapon, I don't get it. Uh, he did eventually have it, he did have it taken down. Uh, or he took it down himself after four adults had conversations with him about it. And I don't think he meant any harm by it. But it, it was certainly like an, oh shit, what do we do now uh, type of moment. Um, yeah, so if you've had that, um, there's plenty of issues with the stuff that goes on on 
uh, in the homes, like what you hear in the background, if a kid forgets to, to unmute, I've had a few of those and they're my favorite moments ever. Um, but I think we forget about the kids that turn it off, but maybe they've got a, an avatar for their Google account or uh, the little icon, basically, their picture. You don't really think that that could be uh, too big an issue, but trust me, there's some questionable stuff out there. Oh, shit. That was a, definitely an oh, shit. So uh, I did find there was a, uh, a BuzzFeed quiz because, you know, I'm a big fan of BuzzFeed. And this one uh, is a new one. I mean, I don't know if it's new, but it's new to me. Um, oh, it is new. It came out December 5th, 2020, BuzzFeed. It says, everyone is a mix of a Harry Potter student and teacher. Who are you? So I just figured we'll, we'll see what we got because that's a new one for teacher. Uh, I'll just go on BuzzFeed sometimes and type in teacher or teaching and just see what comes up. So first question, what's your, no, I don't want to describe my age right now. You creep on BuzzFeed. What's your Hogwarts house? Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Slytherin. I'm going to go Ravenclaw. I'm different. I'm not like those other dudes. How would your friends describe you? Caring, smart, thoughtful, loyal. Man, is that going to be, is that an asshole move to say smart? Like, is that cocky? Is that, I don't know. Caring, caring is for sure a Hufflepuff thing. Let's be honest. I'm going to wind up with like whatever that like little weak ass professor was for Hufflepuff. I don't even know. No one even knows their name. Who cares? Let's go with smart. Fuck it. Where would you live in the wizarding world? I don't know that much about this, to be honest with you. Above the Leaky Cauldron? Probably not. Hogsmeade? Godric's Hollow? The Burrow? I don't know. Let's go with the Burrow. I don't remember. I can't pick. I can picture like one or two of those. Favorite food or drink? Butterbeer, pumpkin juice, green apples, and chicken legs. A comparison of two drinks and two foods? It's not pumpkin juice. I've never had butterbeer, green apple, chicken legs. Gotta have some meat. Cholesterol. Which magic shop is your favorite? Ollivander's, not even a question. I don't even I don't have to read the other ones. Get a cool ass wand. Favorite side character? Sirius, Dobby, Luna, Ginny. It's not Dobby, fuck that guy. Elf, fuck that elf. Let's go Sirius. <clears throat> Finally, what's your favorite color? Blue, orange, purple, green. Shit. Blue and green would be my, my option. Historically, it's blue. Let's see what we got. My response or my my results? They are in Hermione and Lupin. Professor Lupin and Hermione. I guess that's the teacher slash student I'd be. You're smart, kind, and passionate. You've been through a lot and still have a lot to overcome. <laughs> this is shots fired. A lot to overcome. Fuck you. Uh, but with your friends and family, you can do anything. You're the, you're the mom friend in your group, but that's how you like it? You don't know me. That's how you like it. That's aggressive. I don't like that one. So I guess I'm Hermione and Lupin from this BuzzFeed quiz. Uh, if you want, you can uh, email me, classroombrew at gmail.com or uh, social media at classroombrew on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter. Let me know. If you do that quiz, what were your results? I'd be curious to see. Uh, hopefully it's better than the one where everyone got um, Mr. Cooper from Hangout with Mr. Cooper from the last quiz that we did on this podcast. But who fucking knows? Oh, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Um, all right, and this is a good opportunity. Uh, we can probably get into the the comments here. Uh, by the way, thank you all for the 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 shout outs and the the love for the music. I'm really proud of how it turned out, so I, I do appreciate that. Thanks, guys. All right. 
Welcome to the Comment Hero of the Week. When someone's being an ass in the comment section, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. What's going on is you failed fucking social studies. Or when you see someone call that person out, they are our comment hero of the week. Yeah! Even though some heroes do call out those idiots, remember, don't call out a comment hero in the comment section. You can't fix them, and you can't fix stupid. All right, so comment hero for this week and we've got <laughs> we have a couple let's be honest the first one now not to circle back too much to um the issue of the the storming of the capital because we're trying to keep it light comedy podcast and wow i shouldn't have downed that drink the rest of the drink while that music was going <laughs> our comment hero i posted something on facebook and i don't do that often and this is my personal account by the way so nothing's public it's personal and uh, it got shared. And if it gets shared by somebody, it's subjected to uh, other people's privacy settings, I guess. And so all I posted was, I just canceled slash postponed everything I planned on teaching tomorrow. This disgraceful act is now the topic of class. And I'm referring to the capital storming, of course. This is me. So uh, This is an embarrassment to our nation. The hypocrisy and double standard is nauseating. And our comment hero is this jackass, who honestly doesn't really bother me that much. He's just an antagonizer. You know what I mean? And uh, he comments, Mr. Kellen K, two-thirds of the way to KKK, <laughs> canceling actual curriculum to give personal opinions on news stories, nauseating yet typical. And my assumption is that, well, one, this guy's an idiot, and clearly I, I don't think he is necessarily in political opposition to, um, to, to myself. But why, what's, I literally had a comment. I was like, giving students a chance to respond to the world around them? A current event? Yeah, of course I'm going to do that. Don't assume I'm indoctrinating you, fuck. What the hell's wrong with you? And he goes, justify it however you need to, ace. So I know my own advice is don't engage a comment hero. But it's my own post, this dumbass. And so my response was, unlike you, I don't speak for others. Uh, not to mention... Who do you think wrote the curriculum I teach? And then in parentheses, I put, it's me, in case I was too quick for you. Fuck you, man. But thanks for, thanks for uh, you know, assuming I'm going to use my profession as a, a soapbox, assuming that I'm going to be uh, this, uh, what do they call it, a, a loser teacher, as Donald Trump Jr. would have put it a few years ago. Um, so, you know, I ended it with have a nice life, and apparently more and more people, well, more, I, not apparently, more and more people came to my aid to be like, hey, man, fuck you. Um, get him. But that was, that's our first comment hero, Mr. Kellen K. Two-thirds of the way to KKK. Kellen Klux K. <laughs> that's where we're at right now. So that one was interesting. And then our next comment hero, <clears throat> oh, boy. And there's obviously a whole bunch of issues. By the way, the conversations with my kids, great. It's about what I expected in terms of engagement. But for the kids that did jump in and participate, it was so encouraging. It really was. And it was good to give them a chance to think about this. So if you don't teach, shut the fuck up, honestly. Um, so the, the second comment hero, Tolvish C. I don't know. Uh, this was an article about, uh, it says, Chicago Sometimes article is, parents can't trust CPS to open schools safely. And so uh, TC, we'll call her TC, she goes, how about parents, teachers, and principals 
work to make their own schools clean and what they want them to be. I, along with other parents, don't ever start a sentence like that. I, however, uh, have cleaned my kids' schools on many a weekend. Don't go many a blank. Many occasion, many a time. Fuck you, don't be pretentious. Uh, many a weekend. Why? Because I wanted a better learning environment for my kids. Good for you. That's your situation. Not all my, my kids' parents can do that. I certainly can't. And also, not my job. Says the parents also donated uh, cleaning supplies and paint as needed throughout the year. We didn't wait on CPS to save us. We did it ourselves. It's not saving. It's their job as the district. I don't even know which camera to look at. So you're our second comment hero because you clearly, good for you. I'm not trying to take away from you're a top fan. I don't know what that means. A top fan of uh, the Sun-Times. But you can't honestly say it's up to the parents to, I mean, like, sure, some parent engagement would be nice, but you can't tell them what to do just because you did it. What if they work four jobs? Also, why is it up to the parents? Why can't the district just do it? Did you see those pictures, by the way, of the, the cages in case the care rooms aren't big enough? Which, by the way, our care room is small. It's our former in-school room. Same shit, I guess. That's what they're thinking of it as. Um, but the, the cages that are going to be on the, uh, the auditorium uh, stages, that's their like little plastic cages with like shitty ventilation. That's their definition of, of a, uh, a, a safe alternative, I guess. So nice job. Um, so those are our two comment heroes. We've got two-thirds of the way, KKK, KK, and uh, I already forgot her name, but it doesn't matter. You're a comment heroes. So read the, listen to the, the intro music, and you'll see what I mean, okay? Cool. Um, to, to wrap us up a little bit, I posted a meme about flexibility because we've been asked, now that it's the end of the semester, <laughs> you know what that means, ass-kissing season, as we've talked about on this podcast before. We'll talk about it again because it's always coming up, but ass-kissing season is coming up upon us. We've got the end of the semester, and there are some kids that haven't done anything since September. For context, we started school in September. Huh. So, um, yeah, we've been told, make sure we're being flexible, and uh, I've gotten emails, because I've got a number of kids that it's either an A and a B, or it's an F. And I'm getting emails about all these kids, and I'm looking, and all but two of them are failing at least two to three classes. Some of them are failing all of them. So what's the common denominator here? Hmm? It's not hard. It's not rocket science. So at a certain point, if I'm excusing, like for one kid, uh, one third of the assignments or more, I've been excusing because like there's other circumstances. I get it. I'm not heartless. But why is it that we can't be frustrated with this or hold these kids accountable without looking like a bad guy? You know, I don't understand that. So the flexibility thing, like we're, trust me, we're being flexible. We're doing everything we can. I'm really, I'm trying my best to help out these kids. Uh, it, you know, it's equitable as best I can. Like you were out, but you didn't necessarily have proof of it, but like you were, you know, sick. Like I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Maybe that's wrong, but either way. So I don't know if by the time the semester ends, if we're going to get the support, if a kid fails or if they're just going to force us to fail them through, but I'm putting notes in every single grade if it's missing to show proof. I'm leaving cookie crumbs, if you will. And if you can tell I'm fired up about it, well, I'm fired up this whole episode, I guess. There's a whole lot. I got attacked for saying I want to discuss current events. Of course I'm fired up. Um, but yeah, we're, we're doing everything we can, truly. 
And I've, I've talked with some of my, my friends and colleagues about this. Why is it that we can't be frustrated? As to, it's frustrating. I understand that maybe a kid has to help support the family, so they're working during school, so they've just got their phone in their back pocket on the Google Meet, and obviously they're not going to do their work if they're working 24-7 and they're tired. But I spend like 12 to 16 hour days sometimes. I can't be frustrated if there's low engagement on a particular day without being like getting the speech of, well, you know, there's a lot going on in these kids' lives and online school's hard. I know. I'm aware. It's hard for teachers too. I'm not saying it's not hard on students. That's why I've made things slower, easier, quick to access. We're doing less. And I'm excusing stuff, being lenient with grading, calling homes, emailing kids, Gchat, giving them different ways to do things, alternate assignments, modified assignments, heavily modified assignments. We're doing everything we can. So thank you for coming to my TED Talk for this episode, the high energy episode. And we'll see. I'll know the audio will turn up. I don't know how the videos are going to turn out. Uh, the two different camera angles. Uh, we will see. But I do want to thank you guys for listening in. Uh, let a friend know. We're an international podcast. I've seen more uh, traffic coming from uh, India, which is pretty cool. Uh, maybe we can break into Antarctica and get those penguins listening because that's for sure a place where those kids are underserved. Those little baby penguins. So big shout out to James, Lish, Cindy, Melinda, Leo, and Sabrina, our Patreon members. If you guys would like to join them, maybe be on a, a future Patreon roundtable or get the bonus content and behind-the-scenes access and podcast merch. Like right now, Classroom Brew Coaster. We've got cozies. We've got shot glasses. We're going to do bottle openers eventually once we can cover the cost with the Patreon funds. But uh, patreon.com slash classroombrew. Uh, give us a rating and review, whatever app you're listening in. We are truly on every podcast app imaginable. And I just realized if you, if you listen to podcasts on 1.5 speed or 2 speed, you probably think I'm on crack right now, and I, prob I promise you I'm not. I'm, that's not my thing. Uh, we do drink on this, but to answer someone's question from the internet, no. Because Just because I have this podcast, it does not mean I'm a professional drinker. <laughs> Certainly not. The tolerance isn't there, clearly, uh, and that's just part of it. Hence the logo with the little beer bottle through the thing. Um, not a professional drinker, but for sure a professional teacher, or as some people might put it, the two-thirds of the way KKK, Kellen Ku Klux Kid, uh, soapboxer, I guess. I have a podcast, so maybe he's partly right, but fuck him. Absolutely not. Not in my profession. Hence why we have this podcast. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, nice little uh, episode for you here. Uh, again, welcome to 2021. This is our second episode, and we're coming in hot. So I'll see you guys next week. Uh, again, rate and review. Let us know. Share it with a teacher friend. Share it with a friend friend. Maybe it's a teacher and friend friend. Uh, but spread the word to a colleague. Be like, hey, you frustrated? Cool. So's this guy. Uh, again, Classroom Brew, my name is Ryan. Uh, and thank you guys so much for all your support and for listening. And until next week, as we always say, class dismissed. <laughs>